0: Seminar: A small group of students, as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty, and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussion. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Episode 30, Talk Show Radio.
1: Greetings, students. Have a seat. Class has begun, and I am sure all of you are eagerly working on your midterm research which I am eager to see. Your midterms will span the next two classes, with one group presenting a detailed written analysis of a piece that they choose to present during each class. Next class, students 1, 3, 5 and 7 will be working together, while students 9, 10, 11 and 12 will work together in their own group. As you are well aware, I have very little patience for a lack of work ethic, as well as a lack of ambition. Do not disappoint me by coming to class unprepared. And for students who have shown ill behavior in the past, you will be on an even tighter leash. I have no desire to babysit you or hold your hand. Do not disappoint me as you are third year students. That being said, I have prepared a different lesson for you this class period. The two pieces you are about to view both involve a very different kind of media based entertainment than previous classes have shown. Instead of the typical third person limited or omniscient perspectives in a past tense novelesque manner, these two pieces use a different technique. The idea of the talk show was an interview style television show that combined opinion based reporting and the glorification of celebrities to create interesting television, radio, and even later, hollow projections for human entertainment. This first piece takes the fantasy aspect of many stories and then settles it into the realistic world of the talk show. Consider this in Wonders wonderful wizarding
2: world. Welcome to Wanda's Wonderful World of Wizards. (laughs) Brought to you by Pepperdine Potions, the one-box potion mixes that take the drudgery out of druggery. And by Wise and Wands. Antique, modern, and everything in between. Remember, it's not just old, it's wizened. Today, Wanda welcomes two preeminent practitioners of the dark arts. And as always, she brings you the latest news and trends in Wanda's wonderful world of wizards.
3: Welcome! Today we have two very special guests. On my left, in the dove grey robes, is marvellous Melvin
4: the Meek. Hi. And on my right, in the bright red No 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 no. Fuchsia.
3: Fuchsia Robes is the notorious novice Naval
4: No, Naveldreg.
3: Of course. Thank you, Novus. I'm sure all our viewers are as excited as I am to meet today's wonderful wizards. So let's jump right in. Mel, may I call you Mel?
5: Um, first, if, it, if it's okay, if... May I clarify something?
3: Go ahead.
5: My name? It's actually just the Meek.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Melvin the Meek. Tell me about yourself, Mel.
5: About me?
3: That's right. Tell our audience a little about yourself.
5: Uh, that's really not my best subject.
3: Not really your best, but isn't that why you agreed to appear on our show? To to tell the world about yourself?
5: Actually, it's just that my agent, uh, he told me there'd be free food.
3: (laughs) There is, but only after the show.
4: I'll tell you about
2: myself.
3: Robin, who's paying for this wonderful chat?
2: The next segment of Wanda's Wonderful World of Wizards is brought to you by Ironclad Insurance. You need insurance that's like your cauldron. Simple, reliable, strong, ironclad. And by Elite Elixirs. Take your potions to the next level with Elite. Look for the sophisticated blue and white vials, available in fine stores everywhere. And Robin
3: have the most beautiful voice? Thank you, Wanda. Why, most of my friends tune in just to hear Robin read the announcements. Well, earlier we were talking to Melvin the Meek. Melvin is reputed to have tamed the rapacious rogues of Ravenswood. I
5: wouldn't say tamed them. I just fed them, really. They were hungry.
3: Well, that's too much!
5: I don't believe this. It was just luck, really. I happened to have some snacks. Can I say
3: the name? Go ahead!
5: Some smiley snacks in my pocket. And the rogues really liked
4: them. They're kind of cute when they're not hungry. <laughs> oh, you want funny? I'm funnier than him.
3: Enormous navel dreg. Tell us a funny story.
4: Navel dreg. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Back during the World Wizard Syndicate Conference in Berlin a few years ago, I had the privilege of meeting the great Grunfarb. Uh, Grunfarb of Groningen? You know. Actually, he was great. <laughs> Did you meet Grunfab, Mel? Whoa, 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 hey, this is my story.
3: Oh, sorry.
4: Right. When I met him, he was relaxing, head down, in a cauldron of a potent and mysterious elixir. Really? Oh, yes. And when I introduced myself, do you know what he said? Um, no. He said. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh! Oh! oh 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 my oh hurt pain oh oh <laughs> oh dear, oh my, oh, too funny <laughs>
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Let's turn now to Marvelous Melvin the Meek.
5: If it's okay, it is really just the meek.
3: Well,
4: I think you're marvelous. (laughs) Oh, holy mandrake root, what cauldron heads.
3: Mel, I understand. You also killed the weirdly weaselly wombat of the West in single combat.
5: Well, it wasn't actually combat. And I certainly didn't kill it. You didn't kill it? No, oh no, I-, I couldn't do that.
3: Fascinating. Tell us about the combat.
5: It wasn't combat, really. I'd call it a kind of, of arm wrestling contest. Psychic arm wrestling, I guess.
3: Isn't that dangerous?
5: Turns out it is.
4: Oh, ask me something. I know what real wizard battles are like
3: to see you're eager to talk,
4: Norvis. Oh, yeah. I've battled lots of wizards. Why, I could tell you about the time I had to deal with...
3: Tell us about your hair.
4: My hair? What about it?
3: Do you do it yourself? Or do you
4: get it done? I, uh, do it myself.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And is that with wand or with scissors? Wand. Fascinating. Robin. Who should we thank for this lovely chat?
2: Hey, you were talking to me? The next segment of Wanda's Wonderful World of Wizards is sponsored by Scientific Security. Been let down by potions and spells? Join the new age and let science secure your property, intellectual and otherwise. And by Perceptive Prognostications, soothsayers to royalty for the foreseeable future. When you need to see further, get perceptive. Good work. Yes, they do, Wanda.
3: And I'm not just saying that. Before the break, we were talking with Melvin the Meek about his run-in with the Weasley Wombat of the West. Now, Mel, the Weasley Wombat had killed 23 wizards before your meeting. Were you frightened? Of course, I was
5: concerned, but not frightened.
3: So, what happened?
5: Well, I guess it really started at the Schenectady... Spellcasting Symposium, one of the speakers, I think her name was... Briefly,
3: what happened when you met the Wombat?
5: Briefly, right. I guess you could say the Wombat and I reached into each other's psyches and... I've
4: been in real battles. Please, novice go on, Mel. The Wombat sensed
5: a sort of indistinct, nebulous vagueness, I guess, At the core of my being.
3: Amazing. So it died?
5: Actually, well, the wombat just went kind of wispy and indistinct.
3: Fascinating. There must have been a tremendous explosion.
5: Not really. Actually, there wasn't any kind of dramatic event.
3: But the wombat was gone after that, right?
5: It wasn't really gone. It just gradually became, um, dispersed and
4: vague. kind
3: of incredible
4: oh unbelievable when i beat wizards i don't just hide them
3: okay Norvis, let's talk to you some more
4: oh i could tell you about the time i killed the slumbering slime mold i just
3: love those red robes you wear
4: fuchsia
3: fuchsia robes you wear can we get a close-up of this embroidery isn't that stunning Tell us, Norvis, who does the famous navel drag robes.
4: How dare you?
3: Norvis?
4: You invite me onto this. this remedial show. You hang on every preposterous word of this. this simpering charlatan in secondhand robes. Well, I'd certainly like to hear one. Then. then you ask me about my hair and my robes? Me? The notorious Norvis? I can make a castle from a single grain of sand. I can turn a river into a raging fire.
3: (laughs) Put away the wand, Norbus. You know they're not allowed.
4: Shut up, you.
3: Ow, that hurt.
4: Oh, it'll hurt a lot more if you don't interview me. Please, don't do that. Oh shut up you fraud. Look at me everyone. You. Ask me how many wizards I've killed. I'll give you a hint. It's a big number. I'm Norvis Noveldreg, and now this is my show! But I won't waste your time chewing the fat with third-rate wand wigglers. I'll give demonstrations! Here's a Journeyman-level casting. Not sure what it does? Try changing the channel now. <laughs> you should stop right now. I'm gonna take care of you next. You scene stealing, nebbish. You don't want to do that. Watch closely now, world. Don't want to do that. I'm gonna turn this. Gonna turn. Um. Watch uh, this. Um. Uh, there. There's a spell
5: don't want
4: a, a, a spell uh, you you just better you, you better uh, there's hold huh?
5: hold still Wanda are you okay
3: I'll be hmm, good as new when my eyebrows grow back Hmm. Now, let's pay some bills while our ratings are through the roof.
2: Robin, what's good? <sighs> uh, mm, uh, yeah, um, the uh, next segment of Wanda's Wonderful World of Wizards is sponsored by Behemoth Brothers Balms, non-magical ointments and unguents for protection and healing from cuts, bruises and burns, essential for the wizard in training. We could sure use some of that, Wanda. <laughs> uh,
3: we sure could, Robin.
2: Yes, we could, Wanda. And by brandy wine beverages, recreational beverages brewed with traditional techniques from brandy to wine and everything in between. Not magical, but bloody potent. Hmm, we could really use some of that, Wanda. <laughs>
3: Fools, in the green room. I'll meet you there after the show.
2: Ooh, you got it, Wanda. <laughs>
3: so, Mel, what happened? Is Norvis coming back?
5: He won't bother you anymore.
3: Did you kill him? Oh,
5: no. He just got kind of, you know, vague.
3: Vague?
5: Right, and indistinct. But
3: he's gone.
5: Well, not so much gone, really. Just kind of...
3: Tell me how to get him back. Back? Oh, he's great for our ratings.
1: I will forego discussion of this first piece so that we may continue on with the second piece. Very closely linked. Your assignment after class will be a detailed analysis of the two pieces, specifically with the similarities in both storyline and format. Let us continue to the next piece, entitled Scrapping with Amber and Tammy. Also utilizing the common talk show concept. This utilizes a different fantastic element, the aura of the superhero and his arch nemesis, the supervillain. Hello,
4: I'm Mr. Mania, and as part of my community service, I have to announce this sh- program So now, it's time for your weekly lesson from your professors of craftology, It's Scrappin' with Ember and Temmie! I really hate these two areas, and that dunderhead Eagleman knows it. Oh, is that still running?
0: Silly me.
6: Hey there everyone in Scrapland. Welcome to another episode of Scrappy with Amber and Tammy. This week we will be going back to basics as we have had some very special requests from a couple of our forum teams and we're going to start with our newest group the schizotypical scrappers!
7: That's right, Amber! Linda911, the art therapist at the newly built high security wing of the Marsh Infirmary, has left us with some voicemail requests from her patients, as unfortunately, they are not allowed direct contact with the outside world. As group leader, she would like to suggest ways in which scrapbooking can promote good mental health, as she is
6: introducing it as a treatment for some of her more challenging patients. Well now, Tammy, I think… We can help, can't we? Scrapbooking is a way of preserving memories by displaying photographs, ticket stubs, or, for the advanced scrapper, body parts in a special album. Now, anyone can stick a photo in an album, but
7: the fun in scrapping comes in the presentation and embellishment. Yes, embellishment
6: is super fun! Our first message comes from Lady Lucretia. I have a picture of a
5: good friend at a picnic. I'd like to scrapbook. Any suggestions as to color scheme?
6: No problems. And thanks to Lucretia for sending us some of her homemade organic lip balm. Tammy and I will be trying that after the show. Mmm, strawberry and Amanita flavor. Huh? flavor. (laughs) I wonder what that tastes like. It certainly sounds yummy. The color of the page could either match the dominant color in the photograph or contrast it. Now your friend seems to have acquired a very interesting purple skin color after eating that shiny apple you're pointing to. So we will go with lavender as the base. Next we will make a frame for your photograph. For this, we use lots of shades of red as it picks out the thin trickle of blood dripping out of your friend's mouth. Add a few foodie stickers and metallic self-adhesive letters to form a title of, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> and we are nearly done. The next step is journaling. It is both the easiest and the hardest
7: part. Hey now, Tammy. How does that work? Glad you asked, Amber. Journaling means you write down how you felt about that day or the person in the photograph. For all of you at the Marsh Infirmary, it's got a real high therapeutic value. What was so interesting about the apple? Who was that poor man? Did he survive long enough to eat any of that yummy looking cake? Be careful, though, as
6: nothing is more annoying than making a mess of a page at the last minute. Oh, now this is opportune. Recently incarcerated serial killer, the Cutting Edge, has this to ask us. Uh, uh, uh. I carve a series of runes and sigils into the soft tissue of my victims as a ritualistic offering to Odin. I had just completed a minimalistic page dedicated to my ongoing quest of death color tones, of course, when I made a major boo-boo. I dripped blood on it, and I was wondering how can I salvage the page? I am such a doofus! Toodle! doo Try to get in the habit of keeping liquids of any kind away from your crafting projects. My advice is to cover it with a nice bow, or go with it and add other blood spatter marks. Do remember, though, that blood does dry a dark brown color not red. We have a question from another of the Schizotypical Scrappers team about a not unrelated problem.
7: The Cunning Cougar asks the following question.
5: Treatment here harsh and sparky, brain hurt, plus scratchy, ruined paper. Anything can do, Amber?
6: There sure is, Cunning. We call this technique distressing. Scratch away to give it a shabby, chic style. Just remember, there is no right and wrong. There is only you. What the heck? He used to have an IQ of 203. Bit of a looker, too. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. I
7: completely had a crush on him. Here we have another interesting question from the group Professor Ganglia. Despite the fact that I'm
6: Eagle
7: City's greatest criminal mastermind, I find myself having to participate in this tiresome charade of a therapy. To register my full displeasure, I have used the opportunity to send an example of one of my artistic efforts to you as a decoy, once I concocted a homemade incendiary device out of the art materials provided by that dullard linda. Said device will go off around now. leaving me to make my escape. Enjoy my presence, ladies. You have sent a very interesting example to us of a black-and-white layout. Now, you can't see this at home, but half of it is pristine and the other half is highly...
6: um... corroded? My only caution about this rather <clears throat> a striking composition is that I can detect an acidic odor. I'm going to place this in a pail of water as a precaution as it's starting to give off smoke. One last quick point.
7: Just remember that this is supposed to be therapy for you guys and so you should try to maintain a relaxed view of it. Now we know you're not allowed sharp objects, scissors, and oh such a long list of other things, so we aren't able to send out our normal goodie bag to you. Instead, we will be sending you each some pre-cut letters and shapes to add to your pages.
6: Okay, so that's it for your queries for this episode. Next time, we will be answering the questions sent in from the UK's top teams, License to Frill and the Scrappy Chappies. But not right now, because I'm afraid we have to wrap up the show. So, until next time, happy, happy scrapping.
0: scrapping! Hi, I'm Eagleman. City's premier hero, and I fully endorse this message. Are your pages flat and dull? Do your titles lack like zap and kapow? If so, then come down to Harpia Crafts, where our fully trained staff, including Tammy and Amber, will help you out. You will find our newly opened store at 222 Vulture Street, near Marsh Tower. For those with restricted mobility or incarcerated in a maximum security mental institute, please take advantage of our toll free number and have your purchases delivered to your door, cell, or secret lair. Harpia Crafts is a subsidiary of Marsh Engineers. Calls may be recorded for litigation purposes.
1: Your assignment for next week is to complete the written analysis. And for students, 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 for students. For students, for students.
3: Warning. Overload.
4: What the hell? The computer. Warning. Overload.
6: Everyone walk out of the classroom! I think she's Gordon. crashing! The console, it's frying
4: itself. She's gone. Oh, we're in trouble. Oh, boy.
0: Featuring the voice talents of Emma Bowyer-Warner as the instructor, Jeffrey Bridges as student one, Seth Adam Schur as student three, Kristen Bays as student nine, Alicia Lane Matheson as student ten. In Scrappin' with Amber and Tammy, Arapaloti as Amber, Anna Rodriguez as Tammy, Tip Collier as Mr. Mania, Sammy Ray as Lady Lucrezia, Mark Zaracor as Cunning Cougar, Christy Plotkin as Cutting Edge, Nicholas Raleigh as Professor Ganglia, and Jovian Lab as Eagleman. Written by Susan Fairhurst. In Wanda's Wonderful Wizard World, Amanda Fitzwater as Wanda, Alan Menifee as Melvin, Abner Sinaris as Norvis, and Jean Rose as Robin. Written by Perry Whittle. Directed by Marcus Beatty, Written by Catherine Pride. Edited by Marley Norton. Seminar theme by David Alexander MacDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2009, Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2009, Pendant Productions.
4: For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.